Welcome to the Bella News Podcast. I'm Spencer Paulson, coming to you from France for a special mini-series podcast over here. And I'm with my good friend, Matt Mallow, who Hi there. I, we go we go way back, don't we, Matt? Long time. Yeah. We, we a lot were, of pedaling together. Yep. College roommates, raced collegiate together, raced mountain bikes together, all sorts raced of skis. stuff. We, yeah, ski racing. Yeah. So the reason we are in France, like I said, is this... Uh, mini-series podcast. Matt and I are going to be doing the Haute Route Pyrenees all week. I know it sounds like really a tough, tough week of work, but we're going to get through it somehow. A little daunting. Somehow we'll get through it. Yeah. We are going to be doing these podcasts every day, and the idea is we'll talk a little about what we're riding and the event itself and that sort of thing, but more than anything, we want to give a broader context for where we are and the rides we're doing. We're going to talk about these famous climbs in the Pyrenees, climbs like the Tourmalet and Obisque and Porto Bales. Yep, we're going to get into the history of those and some of the racing history. That's where I come in. I've been doing a little homework on that. Mm-hmm. And then my dear friend Matt, tell me about your background. You're going to be bringing a far more important skill set or knowledge set to the table, aren't you? Oh, yes. I mean, it's the wine, huh? You have to have the French wine. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm at, uh, I import wine. So I mostly focus on small, natural wines uh, from really places uh, of producers that focus on making agricultural products first that happen to be wine and so along the route we're going to be sort of touching each of these little regions throughout France and tasting some wine in our downtime for recovery if we need it Uh, but also sort of it's a part of the culture here in France too so it's really important and to just sort of settle in and you know my role as a a wine importer is great because wine and bikes go really well together you ride through the countryside um, you get to get a sense of where you are and uh, you know they go hand in hand so I'll I'll kind of uh, dip my toes in with a bit of wine stuff and I'll be pedaling along with Spencer and yeah. having some fun while we do and it. And a few years back, you were actually doing a, you had a gig where you're doing wine bike tours, bike tours right? Yeah, yeah, I led bike tours uh, in Italy uh, and a little bit in France okay. too. Yep. And that was really cool. I mean, that was kind of where I transitioned from just being a, a bike guy that loved bikes and wine and sort of started putting both of those two things together. And uh, eventually it led me down the path of, of wine importing and, and within that natural wine, you know, wines with no additives, uh, which I think are fun to drink and, you know, taste good. Uh, yeah. Just grapes. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we, we had one last night. Yeah, we fact. had a great one last night. It's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. From, that one was not quite from this region. That was it's a- from close by. It's probably from, you know, so we're in Biarritz right now. Uh, it's a coastal town. It's south of Bordeaux. It's really in the, the Pays Basque, basically the, the, the French Basque region. Right. And the, the Basque country, everyone's, you know, everyone thinks Spain when they think right. Basque country. And it's interesting because it obviously... It's a it's a nation that doesn't necessarily have its own borders and it expands beyond it's Spain. It's got a yeah. fierce identity. The borders are, are they bleed between the two places. It's its own thing between mm-hmm. France and Spain. Um, we're on the French side to the north of Spain right now, of course, but we're just below the Aquitaine. I mean, just across the river from us, you can sort of get a sense of the estuary that becomes Bordeaux. And yeah, last night we were drinking a wine from the Marmandes, which is just south of Bordeaux, and actually a place where I think the tour went through this year, or close by anyway. Mm. And um, so yeah, it was really cool. A really small new natural winemaker there in essentially a backwater making interesting wines. That do you uh, remember what, what the winemaker's name was? I actually forget. I took I a think photo. I took a photo of it yeah, too. Yeah, I'll try. All right, you look it up. Mm -hmm. I'll just yammer on about something while you look it up there. (laughs) But meanwhile, I mean... It was good, though. It's it's a little different. You know, it's... The natural wines for me are kind of um, a little lighter. And they they aren't... It's about freshness. Yeah, they they do taste like they're 
pretty freshly made. It's not like something you sit in the cellar for ages and ages and ages. Like, like no, and the now. producers, you know, are really trying to gently extract the wines as much as possible. Generally speaking, lower in alcohol. Um, the producer, I found the photo that we took last night, Stéphane Roussel. Right. I'm not sure if it's imported already, but if it, if it isn't, I'm, you know, maybe I go find it. There you go. You got it. Uh, yeah, just write this, write this whole trip yeah, off as a work trip. Absolutely. That's what I'm you doing. Know? Hey, don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, but uh, yeah. So getting into the getting into the cycling side of it a little here. Yeah. So we're here for the Ho Route. Um, I think some of our readers are probably familiar with what this event is all about. But just the quick primer is, this is a seven day uh, sportive, which is kind of the Euro style way of saying a Grand Fondo. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically a race. It's, it's, it's fair a little to, more competitive yeah. than a typical Fondo in the U.S. It's fair to say it's a race. I think. Yeah. yeah it's um. I did. I did uh, the first two days of the Hoot route in the Rockies, which sure. started right in our hometown of Boulder, where where uh, of course Bellinus is based. Yeah, yeah. And I can tell you that it definitely felt like a race to me. We we're going super fast. There's uh-huh. time. There's time segments, so it's not like the whole thing is timed. Um, there's sort of starts and stops depending on what the course looks like and partly for safety in terms sure. of not sending people down some really hairy descent and having weather or villages sprint to the finish yeah. that sort of thing yeah so it, it's seven days yeah. um as i said we're going through the pyrenees very exciting this um this it's a series of events they do a number of them beyond the pyrenees they also have a hot route in the alps mm-hmm. and in the dolomites as well and the, the rockies one like i said that was the first Which year is for a new that event one. yeah first year for that this year um, very cool. It seemed pretty successful to me. This is part of a larger trend of sportives becoming more popular with cyclists, people wanting to do uh, events that are very participant-focused, f- events that are, to me, they, they sort of seem similar to like the popularity of running marathons or Ironmans, where you most definitely are going to see really top-level riders at the front, and they're going really fast. They're obviously not professionals by any, by any sense of the term, but uh, there's that side of the of the group, so to speak, and then at the very tail end, you've got people who just want to finish it. Sure. So it's a good blend, and it's one of those things where I think you end up with people just finding their own personal goals and objectives, and then the, hopefully when they get to the finish, everyone is happy because they've reached that level of achievement, whether it's just finishing or whether it's actually like trying to sure. win or something. Yeah. Um, and I think it's all about the experience, too. Yeah. It's like a, a, it's a rare way to sort of be able to go to, say, the Pyrenees and enjoy it and basically focus on pedaling your bike for seven days, Yeah, which is a little different than you get to do, say, on your own little trip uh, that you organize yourself or something like that. So I think that definitely we're looking forward to that coming from you know racing and riding together for all these years yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it was a fun fun opportunity for us to do this together and you know tackle the pyrenees and the big i think one of the biggest things that i've noticed about these events certainly having done a little bit with the uh, rockies one is that um the way the organization works it allows you to do some pretty big point to point days and um there there's there will be a couple days where we start and finish in the same town definitely i think poe is yeah. one of our starts and finishes but for instance to, on um sunday i'm not sure when you guys are going to listen to this but sunday's the first day of it right uh, and um we're recording on a friday for what it's worth uh but sunday is a long run yeah. like 170 kilometers yeah uh from Biarritz here on the coast uh this is just up the coast from san sebastian mm-hmm. um so it's on the other side of the border obviously like like matt said uh, long run from there to uh, basically down into the into the foothills, right. into the Pyrenees, a couple climbs, yes. and then and then we'll stay over in Pau. Yeah, uh, and the point uh, yeah. being the point being that 
you just couldn't do that on your own unless you were loaded down with some panniers and and what have you on the yeah. bike, which is, you know, definitely, that's a whole nother thing. Obviously that's becoming popular it's bike packing, bike packing, people getting into that, which uh, maybe someday we'll do that. Too, yeah. Matt. It could be fun. It's a different way to do it, <laughs> but, you know, but they take uh, care of you, which yeah. is nice. And you got all your bags and stuff. A lot ready of good to go. logistics in place. Um, so that's, that's to me, one of the big appeals of, of how this event works. So anyway, that's the quick primer on the whole route. Um, oh, and also I, I guess I meant to say in addition to those, um, three European ones and, and the one in the U.S., they also do two uh, shorter events, like three-day ones. Right. One is like around... Focus around the Alpe d'Huez, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then the other does uh, Mont Ventoux. Oh, right. Which sounds That's a new one, too. brutal. Yes. That's such a hard climb. I I've never that. done it. I did I've seen a, it. It's a big mountain. I did it a couple years ago. Yeah. It's um, the only climb I've ever done that, that to me is comparable is like Mount Evans in Colorado where right. you're just... Just going forever up like and up and up and up and up and up. And obviously, um, fun two is not at high altitude, so <laughs> that makes a big difference. Um, but it's steep down low, and there's like all kinds of like flies and stuff, and mm. like a lot of euros on on e bikes too. Ooh, yeah. Just like smashing it feel, on e bike, making you feel terrible yeah. as they as they cruise by you. I know. Yeah, it's like there's, there's that. There's some weird stuff. It's like quite a circus of people riding up it. Um, sure. Like. I saw someone towing like a kid in a trailer. Oh wow! So I can't believe that person went all the way. It's a big, uh, big mountain to tackle. It's sort of the focal point of Provence, and obviously a lot yeah. of people are going down there in the summer months for for holidays and stuff. So I'm yeah. sure it attracts all sorts. Oh yeah, it really does. Which is great. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, a bit of a tangent that we are not doing Mont Ventoux. Not this time. Maybe someday. Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're sticking to the Pyrenees. Uh, so. Um, like we, like I said, we're here in in, in Biarritz, or well, we're, we're in Anglet. Anglet, yeah, just north of Biarritz. So uh, a little, little, just up, little up the coast, and uh, the start will be here on Sunday. And to get our legs kind of sorted out, we went for a nice ride today. Yeah, we just drove a little ways uh, up the river. What is it? What is that river? Do you remember? It's the uh, Amur, I think. It's the Amur called. River. Um, Adour, maybe. Okay forget close enough <laughs> yeah do a little right. fact check later yeah um well so we just went a little inland essentially ladur ladur there we go and it's it's really cool in there just rolling hills very green a lot of farms uh some interesting kind of rock outcroppings though that come at some of the t the higher hills which uh add a real interesting element to the, the landscape the landscape is really cool yeah you know it's um it's really a combination of pretty green down here you know this is one of the rainier parts of france in general you have the winds coming off the coast of the atlantic they sort of go down into the mountains and start to get buffeted what we've noticed so far is the weather the last couple days has been really mixed it can yeah. be anything from sunny to really frequent downpours to um you know kind of really nice and and, and calm um i think that's going to be sort of a theme for this part of the bosque region as we go into the first part of the week hopefully we get some nice weather but kind of is what it is and today's ride was really cool because we we got out of town did a loop um you know really through some of the foothills of the pyrenees we're yeah. not quite down in there but there were sharp little steep little climbs you know stuff to get us stretched out a little bit and um after traveling for a couple of days both of us and yeah 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 you know it felt good it reminded me a little of um a little of new england you oh, know yeah. I, I grew up in vermont we both went to school in vermont a little bit of that kind of uh, terrain in terms of rolling hills that are somewhat, you know, they're notable. And then also off in the distance, you have some larger mountains. Right. And, um, it's really awesome. It's yeah, great it's riding. beautiful. Yeah, we rode like... A lot of sheep. Yeah, a lot of sheep. Um, a lot of, um, 
like I said, farming and the big thing was those uh, p- those pimento. The pimenton d'Espelette. We, so we went right through the, the village of, uh, of Espelette, which is famous for its peppers. And it, yeah. it makes a, I mean, of course, the peppers fresh. They dry them. They use them in almost all the cuisine. Mm. A nice, almost savory that pate we had pep- last night right yes had, had, had as had well a pate that had the pimenton. Some bit of paprika style flavor to nice. it you know yeah. it's a bit smoky um but not overpowering and yeah we went right through the probably the world's most famous village for that and uh and checked it out it was nice it was along the loop and then um yeah circled back along some really cool ridgeline roads and those were really sweeping and fun uh to kind of you know get a feel for the the back country down there totally and um we saw some apple orchards too. There's it's a cider region yeah, too, right, you know. Yeah. So especially when you cross the border into the northern part of Fr- uh, Spain over there, yeah. you really are in the Basque part of Spain, which is even more fiercely proud. You know, followers of the Tour de France will know all the Basque. Yeah, fans course. are manic and crazy. And, Uscatel, you know, Uscatel, and, and, yeah. and uh, so you know their 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 beverage of choice is often apple cider. Ciders based on that low alcohol, really tangy, briny, salty ciders that go with the cuisine. That's uh, mm. you know kind of these cured fish olives um and you know it's all part of that on the french side we have a bit more white wines and things like that they're a little more classic but you still see in some of the small tapas bars here the spillover of the of the spanish influence of wine chocoli that's actually a big thing in in the u.s right now is chocolina um so much so that i don't really like to talk about it because it's got enough attention already so. <laughs> but you know taking your business away yeah yeah no that's for other people i'll stick to the stick to the wines from the countryside inside yeah yeah definitely um yeah so um i am definitely looking forward to this event i've been been riding a lot to prepare for it i know you have too um yeah for events like this i i've kind of done a little research and um i used this this website today's plan to Mm -hmm. to kind of devise some of the training for it and you know it's just with, with these long days with lots of climbs i don't know about you but i was doing a lot of kind of threshold or or just below threshold like sweet spot or tempo yeah. or whatever you call it doing those you know pretty pretty long sometimes like 20 30 minutes was that about what you were doing for yeah i mean i live in coastal massachusetts so there's not a lot of climbs so yeah. preparing for an event like this where you're going to do a ton of climbing i of course did lots of long low intensity rides during the earliest part yeah, of the, the season base, base, the base was yeah. something i focus on more than ever i come from a mountain bike racing background so those races are maximum these days about a couple hours yeah. so i really switched over to try to really do a lot more base but then lots of tempo lots of up tempo kind of low threshold stuff and you know i to prep for this just would get in my car and drive to vermont drive to new hampshire and do big long days to get used to climbing for 40 minutes because it's just something i can't do around my house yeah and like white mountains white mountains uh greens did a couple big fondos um, that i really like up in the vermont grand fondo really awesome event where you go through a bunch of the gap roads really steep and hard ones that you, we used to ride in college dry. yeah 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 we did There's yeah probably, i think you're still drying out your gear from that oh man year. it was a total rainstorm <laughs> oh this <God>. year <laughs> and uh torrential rains Brutal. vermont's been super rainy this year uh this summer so the white mountains actually are, have been a bit bit my go-to ground i can get to them relatively easy nice. and um long sustained climbs and um you know, just getting that resistance built up. It's a seven-day thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of pedaling in one week. So I think that that's kind of the theme. Recovery. Definitely. I think we're both just focused on eating enough, recovering enough. Yeah. 
definitely as, as we set up for it definitely and um we can we'll probably get into that more as it gets underway yeah. too we'll see how it feels um <laughs> so let's see here tell me tell me about the the setup for your bike you've sure. got your usual road bike yeah it's my road bike um just put a fresh pair of tires on 25s so yeah. you know nothing too crazy the roads are pretty smooth here from today nice. from today i was like wow this is like black glass it's so nice yeah, really nice really pavement in europe yeah. in general yeah don't need the fat tires this time around no um, yeah, pretty standard road kit. So, I mean, you know, there's a group on there. I'm easy. running the SRAM. Yep. Yeah. Got the easy gearing too, right? Got the lighter gears, you know, 30, I think 32 on the back and, the easiest, a, yeah. and a 36 little ring. So, yep. 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 you know, long climbs, I think a bunch of it's going to be some of these 2%. 4% sort of run into the mountains when we get into yeah, the valley roads. Yeah, yeah, the valley roads. So yeah. um, need to kind of keep it keep it moving with the people around you. Nice. Yeah, I've got, uh, I think my gearing's a little harder. I got 1130 and then uh, the semi-compact front, the, the 5236. And Same, yeah. um, got my trusty Mosaic custom steel bike. It's my favorite. And um, I'm also on the SRAM stuff that you tap and that's good good stuff um and uh you know one other piece of gear we'll have for this ride matt that i'm definitely looking forward to is this product topical edge so topical edge is actually sponsoring this mini series of the podcast awesome and it's um it's an interesting product it's a, it's a sports lotion that you put on before the ride you can also use it after for recovery um i've yet to actually try that specifically but i've used it before big rides big, big training rides big races i think it definitely makes a difference it's essentially like a bicarbonate sodium bicarbonate um mm. product that buffers lactic acid lactic to a certain acid. point. I mean, I don't quite know the science exactly, but um, they've been starting to get into some research on it and it seems it seems effective from my experience. Um, definitely better than trying to like eat a spoonful of baking soda, which yeah. is, I guess- uh, More comfortable than that. No eruptions <laughs> that was in the like, gut. That was actually a thing at some points where track racers would try and do that. Um, sure. So definitely, I'm looking forward to using it. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. It's good um, stuff, yeah. I'm sure we'll be using it and I'm sure it'll come in handy again where yeah. on these long days, recovery is important and uh, you know staying fresh as possible, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to check it out. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for our listeners, um, you don't have to take our word for it. I know you're smart, skeptical people. Mm -hmm. So you can actually go get a free sample of your own and smart. see if it works for you. Awesome. Um, so it's topicaledge.com slash velonews. And that's just topical and edge.com slash velonews we'll put we'll put the link in our uh, bio or description of this as well um all right so i think uh that pretty much covers it matt was there yeah. any other anything else we're missing that's uh no that's just about it trying to take it easy here in biarritz we're gonna go go find some food in a sec find some more wine hopefully yeah not, not too much the, not too much wine. no just we'll a keep little. it a little light these first couple days <laughs> we don't deserve it yet <laughs> no not yet we'll do more pedaling first yeah. and you know tomorrow we've got basically a check-in to the, yeah, to the yeah. old route and then we'll be off and running right exactly exactly all right so stay tuned everyone we'll be doing a daily podcast like i said seven of them uh we've got seven days ahead of us sunday through saturday and uh we'll get them recorded in edited and published as quick as I can and I'll hopefully we'll have a little energy after the after a long day yeah. of climbing to do that but totally anyway that's um that's it for this we're just going to keep these nice and short for you and stay tuned for more of this special Bella News mini series podcast here from the Hope Group Pyrenees in France Bien too.